Ohio. Ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Let's catch up on county government with Deb Shore, the chair of the Lancaster County Board. Good morning, Deb. Good morning, Dale. How's your day going? It's going very well, thank you. And I always appreciate the time uh, catching us urban folks up on what's going on with our country cousins. I think that's always valuable. Uh, Down the road to the east of us, not that far away, uh, in Waverly, they're planning a a water park. You got an update for us on uh, money being used from the the American Rescue Plan Act? Right, right. Um, On on Friday, um, the, the county board received an an update on the uh, Waverly Water Park project. This is something their community has been working on, oh, well, since 2020. Uh, they have passed a bond issue and a quarter cent sales tax to help uh, fund this this project, kind of going from an old-style swimming pool that housed, uh, that had a capacity of 200 people um, to this new concept, um, which will greatly improve their capacity up to 400 people. And it is really exciting. Um, they're, uh, it's going to have a, a zero entry um, capability, so people with all abilities or disabilities can easily uh, access water. They've got, you know, lanes for competitive swimming. They've got a little lazy river. They've got a gigantic water slide, you know, new bathhouse and concession. So it's really an exciting um, project for them. Um, as we all know, um, costs are increasing, um, particularly with um, steel and cement, and that's a lot of what uh, this complex will, you know, will need as, as part of the construction. So they are um, attempting to finish up their shorts about $1.8 million, and they want to um, get started um, maybe even uh, yet this year to have an opening next summer. So... We were able to utilize some of our um, American Rescue uh, Plan Act dollars um, in the amount of $250,000 to assist Waverly in, in completing this, um, you know, this water park, which is not only going to serve Waverly, but really all of um, Lancaster County, plus our people that come in um, for, for sporting events, for youth sport events, for people visiting the LEC, or Lancaster Event Center that maybe have a day off and are looking for something fun to do with their families. So it's a, a project that uh, I think will um, not only serve residents, but ser- serve tourists as well. Deb, take me to a room where everyone is sitting around the table, and figuratively, of course, county commissioners, and there's a request for ARPA money. Uh, what, what is the thought? Pre- sustainability, I suppose, is one factor. You don't want to start up a project or drop uh, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars or maybe even in the case uh, millions of dollars into something then that becomes a money pit. I get that. But right. uh, take me in. It, it, it's been such a blessing to have this money that isn't always going to be there. So mm-hmm. what other projects and how do you go about, generally speaking, determine if that project is worth ARPA money? 
you know, and throughout this ARPA uh, process, um, the city and the county have worked very closely together. Um, and there's different pools of money, like you said. Um, I think the overarching um, viewpoint is not to hire FTEs or have, you know, ongoing long-term costs but things like capital construction or, you know, capacity um, improvements. Um, we were in a room um, yesterday um, with um, myself, Commissioner Vest, and Councilman uh, Tom Beckius, Brent, Brent, uh, Benny Schaub, and Councilwoman Jane Rabel working on a different um, allocation of, of tourism dollars along with staff from the city and the county. And I can't say any more about that yet um, because it hasn't been made public. But, you know, I think you, you look at the, um, the overarching um, view, no ongoing costs, and then you look at the impact back to the community. You know, for, for the city, they might be looking more at the sales tax, uh, you know, because that's a, a large portion of their revenue where for the county, we're looking more from that lodging tax component. So it is um, taking those factors into account, you know, the, the strength of the organization, um, you know, their vision, their ability to follow through. Um, that having been said, we you know we're interested in supporting those longtime entities in the community, Children's Museum, Children's Zoo, but then we also have newer, smaller entities that, you know, we want to support as well. So it's trying to take a broad-based, broad balanced approach. County Board Chair Deb Shore joining me for the conversation here on Lincoln Live. You bring up tourism dollars. Seems to me like every development, not every, most, some large mm -hmm. portion of projects, development projects these days, have a hotel component. It's mm -hmm. lodging, it's parking, it's maybe a restaurant and office space. Those seem to be the four uh, talking points that come from a lot of developments. Right. You have to be happy with that because the county benefits from lodging tax dollars. Right. Um, and one of the things, I think I mentioned this earlier, that this community does really well is youth sports. And if you have any members of your family that travel for soccer or baseball or wrestling or um, swimming, whatever, you know, the whole family comes and, and stays a week. And those types of smaller, um, you know, hotels are, are great for families as opposed to our larger, you know, convention centers um, that are used more for, for meetings. Um, you know, we still get extremely close to, to selling out when we have Cornhusker, you know, football games. So adding capacity and room nights there, as well as large events like Garth Brooks, um, you know, last last summer, um, you know, there wasn't a hotel room to be had. So um, you are right. Um, Lancaster County is, is blessed to be a, a growing community. Um, more visitors want to come and, and spend time here, and that allows us to you know, turn that lodging tax back to the community to continue to improve our attractions and our facilities. Crafting budgets, not necessarily a sexy topic, but bring us up to speed on the process mm -hmm. that's involved with the county setting up another budget. Yeah, um, we spend um, spring and summer talking budget figures with our budget and fiscal director. We are now to the point where we have spoken with each department director and elected official about their their budget requests. And um, so now we're kind of in that in the negotiation, trying to make all those numbers balance. 
Um, we do have to have a preliminary budget filed with the state by the end of July. And, um, you know, dealing with uh, increased costs for some of our union wages, which, you know, you and I have talked about in the past, um, particularly in the corrections area. And then we've also had some increased costs in um, the, the uh, courts, the county courts, the district court, and the juvenile courts. So those are the two areas I think we have the, the greatest concern on. Um, we'll be getting valuations from the county assessor on um, July 20th. So that helps us kind of know how much money is coming in in, in the property tax revenue so we can set that rate. And we are um, working really hard to stay at the 2.5% growth rate. So no, no increase there beyond growth. Uh, the final uh, budget has to be filed with the state at the end of August. And then we still have a little bit of time in September, I think 10, 10 days, to make some last-minute adjustments. But, you know, we're, we're getting down to the, to the nitty-gritty and, uh, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's and making sure that uh, every penny is being judiciously spent. Well, Deb, I don't hear any panic in your voice, so that's encouraging. <laughs> the dollars coming in must match up closely to the dollars going out. And again, we haven't notified those departments that will be <laughs> not receiving, um, you know, every dollar they ask for, so I don't want to share too much on that. But no, we will be asking departments and elected officials and you know, other uh, county agencies, there there will be cuts. And again, it goes back to those two two factors, the increase in wages and um, increase in some court costs. Deb, I don't want time to get away from us without talking about two things. One is it's called the, the, the lifting of the final beam. Some There's probably a, a oh. more more appropriate construction yeah. term than that, but it right. has to do with Traybert Hall and Centerpoint's effort to renovate that project over in the 12th and South area. Right. Um, you know, Centerpoint is a leader in providing services to our community for individuals with dual diagnosis, meaning they're sub, um, suffering from mental health issues as well as substance abuse issues. And um, years ago, I think about four, maybe five, um, Lancaster County no longer n- needed uh, Traber Hall uh, for county offices, and this was shortly after we renovated the old jail space and were able to bring those employees back to our, our main campus. So we didn't have use for that building. Uh, Center Point was interested and did complete uh, purchase documents. They were looking for a very, um, what they call it, Center Point uh, campus for health and well-being. So it really is a very broad spectrum of, of services that they are providing to. Uh, that population, whether it's um, you know general physical health, uh, pharmacy, housing, uh, support services, job training, it's just really very encompassing. And um, they started a capital campaign and kind of got held up a little bit with the with the pandemic, but they are lifting their final beam uh, this coming Monday. Uh, well, I guess it's next it would be a week. It'd be uh, Monday, July eighth at eight thirty, and. Um, so to watch that last beam being lifted into place and just another step forward in getting that project completed after so many years. And Deb, props to a county employee. Tell listeners about correctional officer Jared Hanner and his honor. Yeah, yeah I, I, if, if we have time, I want to talk about two. 
um, our County Leadership Academy. We're in the third year. We bring um, emerging leaders together from across the county um, and uh, they work on a capstone project. And this year's class uh, started a uh, countywide newsletter called the 1859, uh, the year that the, the county was um, you know, did the, founded under state statute. So it's on our county website, and I'm really proud of the work that uh, the Leadership Academy participants, as well as our county office administrative staff, have put into that. So go to lancaster.ne.gov and look for the newsletter 1859 to learn more about what's going on in Lancaster County. And uh, we will always be featuring um, that employee of the month. And um, this month it was Jared Henner from uh, the correction, um, Lancaster County Corrections. He's taking on the task of training new employees. And we've had some staffing issues, as a lot of employers have had, and um, really are in a good place now. We've got a bunch of uh, new employees um, coming in, and Jared has stepped up to take on additional training duties. And um, so we're really proud of him and, and the work that he's doing to make sure that our employees and our inmates are safe. Kudos. This is an award that uh, to an individual who consistently provides outstanding service and work that demonstrates personal commitment to Lancaster County. Mm -hmm. So Jared Hanner, correctional official for Lancaster County's Department of Corrections. Deb, thank you very much for catching us up on all things. One more time for that newsletter. Um, If you go to Lancaster.ne.gov. Uh, there will be a link to the county newsletter, and it's called the 1859. First uh, issue out this month, hot yeah. off the press. All right, Deb, thank you very much. Have a very pleasant and relaxing, if you can, Fourth of July weekend. All right, you too. Deb Shore, chair of the Lancaster County Board with me on Lincoln Live.